Welcome, my friends, to Shaking the Salt with Dr. Peppers. My bio reads from troubled teen to teacher of the year, 100-pound weight loss, blah, blah, blah. You know the sort of thing you're working on in your before and after life story. So at the end of the message, stay tuned if you want to contact me for any reason, including prayers. Thank you. And I'm Dr. Peppers, Shaking the Salt. Here we go. Today, as I tape this, it is National Quit Day, the second Friday of the first month. Believe it or not, has been designated by someone somewhere, somehow, and gotten it official. It's called I Quit Day. So if you're just fed up with your job and you want to just quit, today's the day to do it. But if you want to quit smoking or quit drinking or quit biting your fingernails or anything else, then it's a good quit day. So I guess the question is, is that your final answer? Do you remember the old Regis Philbin program, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? It's still on many places, syndicated and some reruns and some newer ones. But most of us remember that little tagline. And the contestant would sit in the seat that was opposite (laughs) Philbin. And uh, the host, Regis, would say, okay, so you've given me this answer. Here are your multiple questions. And now we're upping the dollar amount. And here's the next question. And as soon as that question comes up, you could see it in the contestant's face. They either knew the answer or they didn't. They would think about it. They would try to recollect, remember a time when it was there, and maybe they could answer, but how much money was at stake? Sometimes you didn't lose anything when it got to a certain level, just to take a guess. But most of the time, it was, you know, $100,000 you could lose, or 200000 or however far you had gotten. So where is all of this going? Have you ever had anybody ask you, is that your final answer? I guess if you uh, watch The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, that sometimes that final rose that's given out, you can see the look on the contestants' faces as that last rose is picked up and the name that is said to come forward and get it is not theirs. And that's the final rose. That means their clothes are all packed up and they're ready to go and they leave. Have you ever been invited to go somewhere and you say, nah, and somebody says, oh, come on, let's go. Please go with me. I want to go. But I do this to my husband all the time. He's not really into theater. But being a former drama teacher and theater person and even actress, he knows that I love theater, musical theater, drama, comedy. It doesn't matter as long as it's live theater. There's something magical about that to me. And so sometimes he'll go and sometimes he likes it. But when I say you really aren't going to go uh No, I tricked him into Porgy and Bess one time when my aunt and I had taken him. He had never been to a full musical operetta where there's not one word of dialogue spoken. It's all done through song. And he still to this day will imitate, Oh, Porgy, oh, Porgy, my Bess, oh, where are you, my Bess? 
And I understand it's kind of ridiculous to think that people would sing their whole way through life, but theater isn't realistic. You have to put on an air of imagination. You have to let your imagination run wild, so to speak. So anyway, there's one question that I would ask you. If someone said, someone in authority said, okay, it's time to just pack up everything and you're going to go. What if it was your boss? said, go home and pack up tonight. I have a great new job for you. I'm just not going to tell you where it is until you get to the airport. What? You're going to pack up your whole family, everything you own. You're going to get ready to move your entire household to a place and a job where you have no clue what it is. Would you say, no, I'm not going to do that? Most people would. But what if somebody said, okay, let's do it? What if you had something really great at home, though? What if your family all loved being there and all of your loved ones and relatives from way far back, parents and grandparents and aunts and uncles, and they were all there, and you don't want to just pack up and leave. You could be going to Timbuktu, literally. Or who knows? What if it wasn't even close to where you lived, would you say yes? There's a great story that's told of a fellow named Abraham, and it's found in the book of Genesis. And it says, the Lord said to Abram, leave your native country, leave your relatives, your father's family, and go to the land that I will show you, not to the land of blank, 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 or the land of blank, blank, blank that he would know about. It says, no, leave your country, leave your relatives, leave everything you know, and get up and go. Would you do it? Well, he obeyed. He happens to be the one that took the responsibility for all of us through the generations because the Lord led him to the land of Canaan. When you hear the land of Canaan, oh, sweet Canaan land, it was a great place. It was the land of milk and honey. It was wonderful, but he didn't know that. He had no idea where he was going. If you told your family, your spouse, your kids, okay, everybody pack up, get all of your stuff. The movers are coming and we're leaving. Where are we going? Where are we going? I don't want to go. I don't want to go. Nobody wants to step out into the unknown. But God said, I will show you. So in his famous don't worry teaching, which is called the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus says, don't be concerned over the affairs of this life. Haven't you always worried about what you were going to eat or drink or wear? And don't worry about all of this. He says, consider the lilies of the valley. Oh, think about the birds of the air. Do they worry about tomorrow? They're just looking for what they need for today. And isn't that enough to just know about today? God says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and righteousness. That means right living. And then I will supply. Everything else will be added unto you. So what is your final answer? Okay, I'm ready to go, right? 
No, most people would still say, I don't know where I'm going to live. I don't know how long. What if I don't like it? How am I going to pay the bills? Are you kidding me? Is this a joke? What if it wasn't? What if it was just pick up, pack up, look to me, and I will supply all of your needs? You could get pretty comfortable and complacent where you've been, but what if there was something far greater? What if you had a plan that God had planned for you that you didn't even know about that was going to be so good, so wonderful, and at the end of your life, you get to look back and see what you missed that you didn't take, that pathway, that road, that beautiful, wonderful, rich, glorious, peaceful, successful life you could have had, but you said, um, no, and that's my final answer. Here's my question to you. What if God is real? What if Jesus really is who he says he is, the way, the truth, and the life? What if you could have had that blessed, wonderful opportunity to say yes, and that's my final answer, and he says, well done, good and faithful servant. Now you're going to live a life of joy and peace and prosperity and glorious living, and you'll have some bumps in the road. I'm not going to kid you. There will be some trials. But he says, count it all joy because I have overcome the world. So when you see all of this stuff around you, the pain, the agony, the political unrest, the rioting, the COVID, all of the sickness, the illness, the dying, the death, why wouldn't you want to have peace and joy in the midst of this? Why wouldn't you want to wake up every day and say, look at this life that we have That's what my husband and I do because I said yes. Some 40, 50 years ago, I said, yes, I will receive you, Lord. I will take you at your word. And if you're really real, take my life and do something with it. And he did. And now I not only have a glorious, peaceful life, but I also have the life to look forward to. The future. I'm talking about eternal life, life everlasting. Do I know it for sure? I have to say yes. I have to say I believe because that's what I have come here to do. I've come to be a believer. And so I say yes. And if I ask you, well, what if you don't know? What if this is all there is? What if you're just going to evaporate at the end of all of this? You're staking your belief on something far greater to believe than my belief, that he is who he said he is. And he is my Lord. Not a liar, not a lunatic, but my Lord. What do you say? Who do you say he is? And let me ask you this. Is that your final answer? You better think again if it's not. Lord, thank you for the one that is listening right now. There may be one that has never stepped out and said, okay, go ahead. If you're really God's son, if you're really who you say you are, here's my life, physically, mentally, spiritually, and emotionally, I give it all to you. I'm stepping out in faith. Go ahead. I'm going to believe. I'm going to let you 
be Lord of my life from now on. I know I've ruined it. I know I've sinned. I know I've done so many horrible things. But I'm going to believe that you paid the price, that you did indeed pay it there on the cross. And now I step out into new life, glorious life, peaceful life, because you said, that's what I will have. Life abundantly. Receive it, my friend. Go ahead. It's real. I promise you that. Thank you, God, for the one that's saying yes to you right now. And it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. God bless you, my friends. I'm Dr. Pepper, shaking the salt. Thanks for staying on, my friend. If you would like to contact me, visit saltandlightministry.com. If you want to share your story with me, ask a question, have me come speak to your group, or maybe just request prayer. Once again, saltandlightministry.com. Thanks and God bless.